3: Oh, no! I I, I I can't even tell you. Mm. I don't understand. You blew it! I don't understand Josh McDaniels. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, the Jason Smith Show, live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I mean, at, at some point, I really... It may be an exercise, and maybe Josh McDaniels is writing a paper for a Ph.D. going, hey, I'm going to see how many times I can make ridiculously bad decisions before I get fired. The Raiders lead the Packers 17-13, time ticking down, under two minutes left to go. Okay, so let's see if the right Raiders can run the clock out. The Packers are down to one timeout, and the Raiders are set up with a third and seven. Okay, third and seven mm-hmm. from the 45 yard line, from the Packers 45 yard line. They run it to Josh Jacobs, which third and seven? Really? Okay. But then I think, oh, wait a minute. They're going to go for it on fourth and Well, end. and it's also so, the okay. Packers run defense. Right. Okay. So he
5: started to gain some
3: traction as the game's yeah. going on. on. You need, you, need, you need seven yards. Okay. Okay. I, I say if if that's a two play thing, mm-hmm. I get it. We thought we could count. And he did get six. So it comes down to fourth and one. And the Raiders line up to go for it. And they line up like they're going to snap the ball, but the two-minute warning comes out first. So, okay, come to the sideline, two-minute warning. Raiders face with a fourth and one. Coming out of the timeout, Daniel Carlson is on for a 52-yard field goal, who normally is really good, not so much tonight. And he doinks it off the right upright. Yeah, and we're now, watching going drifting, drifting. And now the Packers have the football near midfield. There's a review whether or not they got the first down on the previous play. If not, they're facing third down. But this is where we're at right now. There's going to be a review for a couple of minutes. Um, okay, so many things. If you're gonna go for it, I get the running on on Josh Jacobs. It was uh Abdullah, actually. Oh, Abdullah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Abdullah on the on the play. I, I I get running if it's a two play if it's a two play thing, but on fourth down you're gonna trust a 52 yard field goal and give the ball back to the Packers where because a 52 yarder as good as Carlson is hey you know this is still a tough kick to make and you need a yard to win the football game and it's not like you haven't running the ball well most of the night I mean you have been. So I, I said, this is this is a fastball down the middle for the Raiders. They're going to run the ball, and they're going to go for it on fourth and goal, on, on fourth and one, and they're going to do it. It's not like Jacobs has been having an unbelievable night, but he's got 70 yards rushing, and they've been able to move the ball a little bit, and instead they come back out for a field goal from 52 yards. If this was a 40-yarder, 35 yard, okay, we're going to go up seven, punt the ball and play defense, or kick the ball off, play defense, I get it. But it was one play to win the game and instead we're choosing a dicey field goal instead. He is going to get obliterated if they lose this game. And and these are the kind these are the decisions that get people fired.
5: Well, you could go to the uh, fact that Carlson for his career was an 83% field goal yeah, but make still, it's from fifty plus. Yeah,
3: you know, but and and that's the different. That's the difference between analytics and hey, this is the. It's not just hey, it's he's kicking a field goal. Oh this no, is <laughs> the final two minutes of a game, win or lose, fifty-two yards away, and here's some. Here's a bunch of pressure on you. There's there's a, there's a, there's, a, there's different things that go into it than just oh wait put him out here. Uh, this is why Moneyball doesn't work in the NFL. Uh, I I don't I don't get it. And 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 the thing is is that if you had gone for it on fourth down, and and what Josh McDaniels has to has to realize is he likes being a head coach. And the thing that coaches don't think about as much and they need to is that I can't lose the locker room. If you go for it on fourth down and you don't get it and you turn it over to to the to the Packers, okay, let's go out and play defense. The players like the fact that we go for it. We have some we we have a big big belief in our offense. We can get a yard. Okay. But when you look like you're going to do it, and then you pull it off, you try field goal, you don't, and how do you stand there in the locker room after the game and tell the players, yeah, I thought the field goal was going to work, Ah, I don't know, thought it was going to work and you fall to 1 and 4 and suddenly it's how how are we 1 and 4? I don't this is this is this is not acceptable. And these are the decisions because it's not just losing games, it's when you lose games and make really bad decisions, that's how you get fired in the middle of a season. If you're just a bad coach and but the team is still playing hard, ah, they'll see you out till the end of the year. Adam Gase didn't make really bad decisions with the Jets. He was just a bad coach. The Jets were a bad team. We'll wait till the end of the year. We replace you. But when you make decisions like this, this is like, hey, we have no choice because you're losing the guys.
5: Well, but this is perfect coming off of our crystal ball conversation, right? It's like because now he goes, all right, go play defense. You've dominated all day, all game except for the one drive, and obviously we've seen A.J. Dillon get moving uh, in the second half, but opportunity is still there to, to finish the game. And Carlson, yes, there is the – percentage chance maybe you decided you didn't like a play that was dialed up and upon further consideration let's make it a touchdown game thinking he's going to make that make that kick which he's done so regularly through his year now uh 24 of 30 for his career from 50 plus but yeah it's it's tough when you're already quote-unquote embattled but i mean as mark davis told fans last week smarten up (laughs) <laughs> smart enough uh he still believes in his guy and and in this case you, you've you had just a uh this is a paint drying kind of game right not a lot of excitement no not no, a not lot a of sizzle going on here yeah would i have liked to see them go for it on fourth down well yeah add some ac- nobody celebrates field goals until the final seconds Right, The last second, there it goes, drifting through the uprights or sales wide if you're on the other side of things. But it's also a situation whereby you say, well, they still got to score a touchdown. If we miss the field goal, they still got to score a touchdown to beat us. And Jordan Love, I think you're banking on what your defense has done and Crosby being in his kitchen all night. And how inaccurate he's been, right? They showed the graphic before. Two of six for 10 yards on throws beyond 10 yards mm-hmm. was Jordan Love with two picks. So saying, all right, come and beat us.
3: Yeah, I look, look. It, either way it's a touchdown, right? And that's the other part of it is that no, either I mean. way like, the Packers got to do it. Right. It's more for McDaniels. It's, it's more of a why. Why why do, why do you make this decision like this when it's clear that you can do something where it shows you believe in your team, that's a little bit more percentage chance of succeeding, right? Because what? Because honestly, at that point in the game, what's a better chance? You're going to get a half yard on fourth and one, or you're going to kick a fifty-two yard field? Well, ball? and that's the thing, right? right? Well, how far was it truly, right?
5: I, in the box score, it read as fourth and two. Is that a short two? Yeah. Like what? Are, what are we talking? Yeah. And. You know, you're going down distance situation. Remember, as uh, as I've been arguing with the analytics side of it, we only have the data off the ones that have been tried as opposed to the thousands upon thousands of entries
3: where it hasn't. Mm hmm. And uh, as we say this, as we say this right now, The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the tireact.com studios. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. As we say this, Josh McDaniels gets bailed out as Jordan Love looking for Christian Watson in the end zone. He's open for about, for a hot second or two, he's open. But Robertson makes up the uh, time in the air, turns, leaps, picks it off in the end zone. The Raiders now, oh, they're running it. No, sorry, Mario Cristobal. Ah! Yeah, you thought I was serious. (laughs) Uh, The Raiders kneeling on the football. They're going to win this game 17-13. Jordan Love throws that pick, and that ends the Packers' chance at a comeback.
5: The interception is curious to me because he has one arm extended into Watson's chest as he turns to make the pick. Like, I don't understand how you could have the contact down there. And he's able to turn, and and look, Watson's momentum is carrying him away anyway. But just the optics of it are are terrible. (laughs) Of his
3: hands literally yeah. pushing him away yeah. as he turns to make the interception. Yeah. So, so now he gets bailed out. Now Josh McDaniel, hey, yeah, I'm the smartest guy in the room. Smartest guy in the room, smartest guy in the room. Smartest
5: but guy see, he in was he was in that situation whereby, as we said, they, they needed a touchdown either way. So either you make it a full seven or you you would have maybe gone you go for it and don't get it while well, you're still defending.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean look, he he didn't he didn't pick the best chance of success. He didn't pick the most defendable chance. He picked I thought, hey, no, let's kick the fifty two yard field. Fifty two yards. Fifty two yards. It's not a given. Even though we're in the age of the kicker and kickers have never been as good and this in guy. NFL history as they are. And Carlson's normally very good. Uh that's still a t- that's a tough one to say, hey, let's go here and we miss. We're giving you a short field. It's really, really difficult. Yeah, but it's still for this Packers offense right now? It well, felt
5: like hundred million miles. But look, that's I mean, the, they, you know, you want to go proclaimers, you would have to walk slash run five hundred miles. Da,
3: da, da, da. Da, da, da. Exactly, no, that is true. But you don't know the next play that's going to give that team momentum. One hundred percent. Suddenly, this is something that maybe could give they watched the momentum. tape
5: of Cristobal.
3: But, but you can't let him get uh, behind you. But look, he's he's already missed one in the game, so yeah. it's not so it's not like he's hey. He's running with confidence. He already missed one wide left, so you he know he's going to try to compensate and go wide yeah, right. Yeah, he's a confident guy. His yeah, brother's still, on the other team. Eh. Parents are in the crowd. Maybe his brother was making fun of him.
5: Probably at no. Shut up!
3: Stop second and kick a field goal! Stop yelling at me! Hey,
5: guys, think. Uh, talking of uh, Cristobal, I'm shocked McDaniels didn't have them run the ball there instead of kneeling. <laughs>
3: True. We're gonna get Josh McDaniels over seventy five uh, Josh Jacobs over seventy five yards. We gotta get him over seventy-five for the game. It's gotta, 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 gotta help out I'm his done. fantasy owners. That's how it's gotta work. Uh Twitter at About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. So the Raiders win. They stay alive, and maybe Devonta Adams will not ask for a trade post-game. Uh we'll hear from Josh McDaniels when he speaks, oh, talking sure. about that decision. Uh and coming up next, boy, yes, we will get into the Dallas Cowboys. We'll get into what this Last week in the NFL means for the Jets, for the 49ers. And also, what we just saw out of Jordan Love has to make you wonder, has he peaked? Whoa. Has he peaked? That's coming up next right here. Hope you love football. We got it for you. Also, Dodgers' base is loaded. Now down 4-2 to the Diamondbacks. Big pitching change. Diamondbacks bringing in Randy Johnson to try to get out of this jam here in the bottom of the he sixth He had to inning. give someone else his camera. Yeah, that's right. Well, hopefully he won't hit a bird. That's coming up next right here from the Tyrex.com studios, Fox.
4: (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
6: Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds
4: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
3: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Tonight's show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. So before we get into, we got Cowboys, we had the Broncos. The Raiders beat the Packers 17-13. And they hold off Green Bay in the final possession. Jordan Love throws a pick. Didn't really need to force it. Christian Watson looked like he was open for a hot second, uh, but he is picked off in the end zone, and the Raiders win it 17-13. Meanwhile, now the Packers fall to 2-3. and three. So, on the surface, okay, you figure the Packers was going to be a little bit of struggle first year without uh, Aaron Rodgers, okay. But there's a real concern I have now, and I don't mean just one of those, I ah, Jordan Love started out this season, and it looked like everything was great. He has the first game against the Bears, which he plays fantastic, makes all the right decisions. We realize now, oh, wow, the Bears' defense just was awful. So, yeah, he threw three touchdowns. Three touchdowns in the game against Atlanta. Couldn't get down at the end of the game, but still everything is going great for him. He's making good decisions. He's moving the team down the field. Again, he's not going to win a passing championship. He's not somebody's going to throw for three hundred yards a week. But he's going to be someone that throws the football between twenty-five and thirty times a game. They're going to run the football well, and he's going to make plays with his legs. Right. That's what we said about Jordan Love the entire time. No more, no bigger spotlight on a new quarterback uh, taking over than Jordan Love here. And you look at what's gone on the last three weeks, and it has been. A fat lot of nothing from the Packers offense, which just seems to be getting worse. These are back-to-back primetime games. One touchdown, five picks, Mm -hmm. and he is sacked seven times. They're 0-2 in the last two games. They escape against the Saints, but this is a three-game trend where all of a sudden, it looks like after two games of game film, everybody's figured out Jordan Love and suddenly the Packers have a tough time moving the football. And look, they didn't have Aaron Jones tonight, but they they had him on and off the last couple of games and, and they have been able to run the football. I'm really concerned that they figured out Jordan Love and he doesn't have the next level to get to. Because that's what happens to all quarterbacks. They come in, they have success, the league adjusts, and then the good ones say, okay, now I readjust and I do what I can and that, that's how I become a really good player. I don't know that Jordan Love has that adjustment. He's been in the league a long time, and now he's first getting his ups and downs of playing. But this is a three-game trend against teams. His defense is—the the, the Saints' defense is pretty good, but Detroit gives up points. Raiders, we've seen. Uh, he has just not looked like a quarterback that can move the team when they need to. I am really concerned about him now because the, 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 the difference from the first couple weeks to now, it, it's almost as if, okay— we got you now. Here's what we're gonna do. Good luck, and Jordan Love can't readjust.
5: Well, I mean, look, the Bears defense is terrible, so <laughs> against everybody. So throw that out. Uh, Bears, Atlanta, yeah, thank you. Bears, they they did get that big win against Washington. Uh, hang the hat on that one, literally, as I wear the Bears hat. But it's yeah, in theory, right? When you're talking about Detroit and and Vegas, thinking you're gonna be able to put up some points, sure. Your offensive line is bad. You get the news Bakhtiari's done for the year. Not that you were banking on him to be there every week, but that's deflating. Uh, and going up against Crosby in this pass rush, they they were in his kitchen quite a bit. Downfield accuracy, a question whether you're able to get separation with your young receivers is another question mark uh, as you go through. And the run game before tonight, before A.J. Dillon started getting things moving, has been awful. All season long. Both Dylan and Jones have been grossly ineffective. Whereas we were talking about it tonight, right? Uh, and you joked about it in the first hour of, wow, I should have played A.J. <laughs> Dylan this time, right? Because uh, I'm sure he was on a lot of benches. I don't have those stats in front of me. But my brother even asked me yesterday, he goes, so what do I do with this position? And he had Gabe Davis or A.J. Dylan. I'm like, well, the word is Aaron Jones isn't going to play. So if that helps inform anything now being a uh, partial member of bill's mafia and getting up and finding a a local watering hole he was ready for some gabe davis action i think that's the angle he took but there were many other people in that similar circumstance either with their rb2 or a flex position making that decision and just saying through four weeks they haven't run worth anything i'm not playing him so i can't put it all on Jordan love I can't absolve him fully, right? It's like the Daniel Jones conundrum that we keep talking about. He doesn't look good, but it's awful hard to look good throwing from your ass. And in this case, for George Love being moved off the spot and Crosby, let's face it, just collapses that part of the offensive line. And so you usually get a free runner coming in based on the efforts to slow him down. So for Jordan Love, not, not a lot of room and opportunity to throw. He made some terrible decisions. And I don't think that's game film. I think that's just you made a bad decision thinking your arm was strong enough. You're not Brett Favre. You're not Aaron Rodgers. Okay? You're, you're carrying out a 30-year legacy but you need to break off in your own path and not thinking hey it worked for those guys cuz that's what i saw in a couple of those throws tonight i'm going to have enough arm strength to get it there and you
3: don't yeah it's it's the packers want to win a certain way right it's they want to win where this is what we want jordan love to do to be the head of the snake and when you're not good enough the rest of the the rest of the air the rest of the areas you see it. Well, right? but you, but as we talked it. about
5: to start, though, is, is your goal was to run the ball effectively, play good defense. And for the most part,
3: the defense has been better, right, this year. So that Jordan Love didn't have to be Superman. Right. But now what you're seeing is, OK, the receivers are not special. All right. You don't have to worry about doubling anybody. Watson... Romeo Dubs, what do you have? One catch tonight. Uh you don't don't have to worry about You saying, know exactly hey. how many catches he had. I do, don't I try do. to I lie to, to America. I, I did the Dan Patrick. I think he had one catch tonight. Uh, uh which oh, he used to do on the As sports you- center all the time. It was so <laughs> awesome. Like he would Dan Pat all right, I'll pull the curtain back. When I worked with Dan uh, and I know okay. Backtrack, full backtrack. So I know this because I won by a point in my fantasy league. Um, Nobody cares about your fantasy league. But, but it's part of the, it's part of the story. And it, it was just the way he, he put it up. Was, the, I think he had one. I, I had Jacoby Myers, and I was down by ten. And uh, Scott Porter from Friday Night Lights, who I was playing against this week, um, he had. Devontae Adams and Romeo Dubs. So I'm like, okay, I'm probably going to lose. And I wound up winning by a point. I just needed Romeo Dubs to not catch a pass that final drive. But Dan did a whole thing where Dan liked to do this when he would get stats on the air. Because, you know, I worked with Dan on SportsCenter. And he would always do the thing where someone would give him a stat going, this is the first time the Yankees have won in Chicago since 1937 when, when uh, Tony Lazeri had a grand slam and eight RBIs. And Dan would always read it like, This is the first time the Yankees have won in Chicago since, I believe, 1937. Tony Lazeri, I think, had a big game in that game. To make, he would do that on purpose, make it seem like he knows it off the top. Of his head. meanwhile it's on a card that was just handed to him by a researcher like five seconds? Well, ago. it was the thing he that was, it, he was. It was. We would always laugh. It was, was he knew when he was doing it? It was so yeah. funny. It was. The, I think this some is of those last times time. that I
5: used to watch Jeopardy with Alex yeah. Trebek, where it'd be like, "You didn't know that. Don't try to pretend yeah. that you knew uh, that. Uh, Don't uh, be yeah.
3: that guy." <laughs> now, with a chance to be that guy, okay? Because I can be that guy. I'm going to tell you something right now. So, yes. Concern for Jordan Love, very, very high. You're the Packers. You want to win a certain way, and when your quarterback is not good enough, you see all the warts, and the warts in the passing game, and the running backs aren't good enough. The running game isn't good enough, and the defense isn't quite good enough. Aaron Rodgers covered up – hey – Tom Brady covered up a lot of stuff for the Patriots. As we're seeing, Aaron Rodgers covered up a lot of stuff for the Packers. What's this greater than a goat? Covered up a lot of stuff. A Bec- super a super goat. Because right now we're at a
5: point where you might as super well put goat. a cape on that damn goat. Yeah. Super goat. It, with the way people are now denigrating the life and career of Bill Belichick. A super duper goat. No, but that, but that's what you, you talk about, He was a bumbling guy? fool yes. that was just being led blindly by Tom Brady
3: all of these years. He didn't really know any of the plays. He not I can't disseminate all this, uh, this uh, the plays we're getting before the, the, the game starts. I don't know the Spygate thing is. But no, but you think, so Aaron Rodgers, as much as you want to say, oh, he was X, he was Y the last year or so. Uh, he covered up a lot of warts in Green Bay, as we're seeing. This is going to be a big moment for him right now going, look at the Packers. <laughs> I can't do it. But. Quarterbacks cover up a lot, and when your quarterback can't, you, know, you see that suddenly. Ah, oh, I see. You see how the sausage is made here, and I don't know that I don't want to see that anymore. No, but that's but that's just it, right? What
5: you thought you were built on, and he didn't have to be great. Like that was the premise, at least where I was sitting at, and you and I talking before the season was: Can he make a throw down again? Will you need him to? Sure. But at this point, the way the offense, offensive line is played, and the lack of consistency in the run game. He's had to try to make plays, and, and conjure things up. And right now, that that is not working. Right, you're you're looking at the the opportunities that when they gain separation, down throwing the ball downfield, he's not throwing it with any confidence. If it's got to be beyond that fifteen to twenty yard range, nine.
3: He's just kind of winging it. Nine on a scale of ten, nine to nine. My concern, it's blinking red lights. But now, here's my chance to to prove that Doc can do the Dan Patrick. Uh, we're going to go to Steve Desayer, say or find out what's trending in a second but I have a quiz for both of you. Okay? You only get one one choice, so you can't just keep saying the answer you get it right. I'm going to give you details from the last game before tonight that the Raiders beat the Packers. Okay? Okay? <laughs> last game before tonight, the Raiders beat the Packers. I will give you I will give you facts from this game and when you think you know, you give me the year. Okay. You guys good. ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Chris Barr kicked two field goals for the Raiders Chris in this Barr? game. Ah. Chris Barr? Van McElroy returned an interception 35 yards for a touchdown. Okay. That's clear what era this is. Marcus Allen ran for a touchdown for the Raiders. 1983.
5: I think it was 1987. Uh,
3: are you doing the Dan Patrick. Did yes. you know? Did you know? <laughs> I did. <laughs> but I know those were <laughs> LA Raiders. <laughs> I think it was 1987. The last time the Raiders beat the Packers. Last time I played something strange. And they've played them
5: about every four years yeah. ever since then and yeah. lost every game. That was uh, that wound up the uh, strike here, right? Tw- so
3: right. twenty to nothing. Uh, Mark Wilson and Rusty Hilder both played quarterback rusty for the Raiders in that <laughs> game. Apparently, the Raiders had it put away, and so you know the fact that Mark Wilson was nine out of sixteen for ninety-seven yards, killing they, it. They had it uh, salted away, so they put in Rusty Hilder. Um, the Packers were rusty that day, TJ. Yeah, uh, the Packers. I don't know if they started him or if he came in late, but Randy Wright was the quarterback God's for the good. Packers. There you go. And after three interceptions, Don McKowski came in. No, oh, Legend in this game. Two out of seven for fifteen yards. Van Malcomroy went to pick six. Yep, Van Mac to a pick six. Uh, Paul Ott running back for the, uh, for the Packers. In this there you game. go. Yeah, um, Allen, thirty three carries, one hundred and thirty six yards and a mm. touchdown. It's like the workload he used to
5: get in the Coliseum with USC
3: Mm -hmm. also. Uh, Kenneth Davis was the leading rusher for the Packers. TCU? Eight carries and 40 yards. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't want to give you the Packers receiving stats because it really was a lot. uh, Receiving, yeah, uh, Walter Stanley had three catches for 30 yards. So this must have
5: been before Marcus Allen hooked up with Al Davis's Allegedly,
3: ouch! <laughs> well, hey, well, alleged, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Uh, no, this is 87, 83, <laughs> Super Bowl, eighty-seven. Bo Jackson was on his way very quickly after this, though. He uh, it was another year. I yeah, think, he'd already Bo won Jackson. the Heisman. Yeah, yeah. It was right. it was the next year that he was going to be in, uh, Bo in the NFL. Yeah,
5: eighty-nine All Star Game with baseball with Bo.
3: So there you go. The only guy you wanted in fantasy on this day was Marcus Allen, thirty-three for one hundred thirty-six and a touchdown. That's all you would want.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
0: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
4: Cataracts are
0: the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash impact.
4: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City
1: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Get to the Cowboys in a second, but right now, Pitching change. Okay. Joe Kelly coming out of the game for the Dodgers. Another one. Uh, the Diamondbacks lead at 4-2. Eighth inning. Trying to add to their lead. and get a two-game-to-none lead over the Dodgers. And just, you know, baseball aside for a second, it certainly feels like a lot of the Dodger players, over the course of the first game-plus we have seen, a lot of them... The cameras catch them having animated – pictures especially having animated conversations with Dave Roberts and none of them are happy. And it, this goes past the I didn't pitch well, I'm unhappy. They just look like they're either coming out of the game or whoever the game is, they're mad about something. And they have no – they have absolutely no uh, uh, qualms in letting Dave Roberts know their level of unhappiness. Now, whether it's they're unhappy with him for coming out of the but – but it certainly looks like – it certainly looks like that that's the case going on right now.
5: Right, respectful to his face, and then the cameras don't lie, right? Because we're watching for the big reactions, right? Big television moments uh, as as they're captured, and every one of them has that, all right, I can't shake my head too vigorously because that's going to show off what I think, but you see the facial expressions, you see the uh, tension in their faces and, you know, how they're holding their gloves and whatever else. Like, there's there's a lot going on here. And and we talk about it. We've been watching this for years from our perch here at Fox Sports Radio. And there's just that moment with Dave Roberts. We saw it years ago. We did it uh, watching Joe Madden with the Cubs for years of like, all right, are, are we now doing the paralysis by analysis at times, right? I've got so much data that I'm letting that rule and dictate where I'm heading these. Is it the... You know, you're clenching up a bit because the situation's tight based on expectations. But whatever it is, there's there's
3: a lot of angst in that clubhouse right mm. now. Uh, so we'll have more on this game again. Top of the eighth. Dodgers down two to the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks trying to take a 2 games to on lead and a stranglehold on this series. But the Cowboys are doing something following their <laughs> dismantling at the hands of the 49ers last night that is the worst thing they could do and oh by the way did we have that game right or not we told you yeah. 49ers are going to blow the doors off of the Cowboys got the only,
5: into arguments about it on the uh, you know, Fox Football Sunday show the only it's like, how could you say that I'm like because I've watched the only difference <laughs> was going
3: to be it was going to be just like the playoff game last year except the Niners were going to score more points and that's exactly what it was Dak wasn't good the Cowboys weren't good and the Niners steamrolled them 42 to they bullied them all over the field, including their vaunted de-
5: defensive line in front seven. Now, hopefully, you know you you, you lose one of your key defensive players, right? And uh, as he goes down with a leg injury, mm-hmm. but Vanderash is going to be out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Vanderash. But when you look at Mike, Micah Parsons,
3: you only heard his name about three times. Yeah. Look, we told you, the, the 49ers are just too good, and the Cowboys needed to take this game and just say it's 1 of 17. They have to know going in, hey, this might not be our week here, trying to play on the road against a team that's absolutely got everything going on for them. But instead, they went into it all emotional. Dak Prescott talked about how disappointed this was. We put everything into practice. We thought we were coming out with a win. And then he had to say stuff like this following the game.
5: Didn't see it coming. As you said, put everything into this and uh, got punched in the mouth. Called a couple of weeks ago, humbling against Arizona, but this may be the most humbling game I've ever been a part of.
3: Yeah, uh, we saw it coming. And a lot of people probably should have told you that. And you don't put a lot mentally or I'm Not mentally, but you don't put a lot emotionally into this game. But
5: go back to last week when he was doing yeah. his presser and they, the person asked him about 49ers week and, and coming off the playoff loss, what it meant. And he goes, oh, you're just trying to piss me off. And he said it like four times. It's like, yeah, I'm ready for this week. It's like,
3: you, you ramped it up. The Cowboys came into this season, and I told you the only bad thing about them was that You can't play the Super Bowl every week. And they came into this season emotional, the first game against the Giants, second game against the Jets, the home opener. They've been very, very emotional, which, okay, that works, but the NFL is a man's game, 17-week season, not a bunch of kids you're trying to, hey, stay motivated, stay motivated. Hey, let's find a way to stay motivated. Because the danger for this game was, and we knew it was gonna cause the 49ers are playing really well. And this is where the coaching staff had to say, hey, you know what? Let's back off of rhetoric a little bit. Let's back let's just go out and play. Because now you're the Cowboys, you're lost. You are absolutely lost because there's nowhere to go from here. You as Dax said, we put everything into this game. We're really surprised. Really surprised. But where do you go now? You put everything into this game, and now you lost, and it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close, and you thought, hey, here's a measuring stick from the playoffs last year to where we are now. Hey, guess who's gotten better, and guess who's not? 49ers have gotten better, Brock Purdy's gotten better, and you guys haven't. Where do you go emotionally? These are the games that suddenly take a one loss, that slide into two and three losses, and there's a lot of sniping and backbiting, and hey, it's Dak's fault, it's your fault, it's his fault. That's what happens when you put too much emotionally into games in the NFL. And this is the wrong—I mean, I can't believe the coaching staff didn't say, hey, wrong week to get emotional. Let's go out, play the game, and see where we're at. We got— we got a but we got twelve games left after this, and if it doesn't go our way, we can't have nowhere to go. And now the Cowboys have nowhere to go emotionally. But,
5: yeah, I mean, there, there's parts to it. You know, they heard, heard the excuse making. Well, they're only in week five of you know trying to change up an offense. Like you had no off season. Kellen Moore, who you're gonna see on the other side, uh, the this week as you go to Monday Night Football and the Cowboys Chargers, is like he's been gone a long time. Your offense should have been you know the work in progress. I get it. Your offensive line hadn't played together a ton and this is not the first test you want with guys coming off injury, but in theory this was the strongest you've been this year. And I use the term bum slayer pretty pretty liberally. You and that's what you did. Bum slayers. You can talk about commonality of opponents. Guess what? All right, both Arizona. What did what did the 49ers do to Arizona? They F-5 them all over the field, just like they did the Cowboys last night. You had Brock Purdy leading the charge, and they were just throwing these guys all around. Micah Parsons on his podcast today crying about George Kittle's t-shirt that said Blank Dallas. And yeah, when well, we see you next. Like, what do you challenge him to a street fight? Mm-hmm. You got your ass kicked. <laughs> you shouldn't be talking now. Yeah. Show some humility. Recognize that you got stomped. You didn't just get
3: beat. You got stomped. So you got no room to talk right now. Because what happens to teams like this is that they feel, okay, well, this is just going to make us upset and you lose focus mentally. Because there's again, there's nowhere to go when you put everything into a game and you lose. It takes a long time to build yourself back up. How many more losses the Cowboys well, are gonna have to have because of this?
5: But to your point, you got you got the game against the Chargers Monday night. That's here. It's coming so off five, a bye, and the Chargers and coming, coming off, off a, a bye. In theory, you know, Herbert's had time. The swelling all gone down on the hand and everything. Then you got the Rams back in Dallas. Well, their game, they'll fight you. And then you
3: play on the road at Philadelphia before you get the Giants. Good luck. We told you, Dallas.
4: We told you. Coming up next, something big on Bill Belichick. This is Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.